Hello there, besties. Um, thank you so much for tuning in to this second episode of How to Hot Girl. Before I begin, I would like to say a big thank you to everyone who has shown me support this past week with starting this channel. Whether you've messaged me, you've told your friends about this podcast, you've shared it on social media, or even if you've just listened and learned something, I really appreciate it. And thank you so much for tuning in again and deciding to invest some more time in me and this episode. So today is Monday and it has been a very full-on Monday. Today we will be discussing how to make the most of your time at university. University, I don't know about you, but currently it has me very drained, it has me very overwhelmed. I am a fourth year student at the University of Edinburgh. I am on the home straight, I'm in my last semester ever we're thinking about the dissertation, final deadlines, trying to get those grades as good as we possibly can. But I'm also thinking about how to make the most of the time I have left. So maybe you're listening this to this podcast as someone who is thinking about going to uni or college. Maybe you're already there. Maybe you're like me and you're looking back and thinking about what you could do differently right now. Wherever you are, I hope there will be something in this podcast about how to make the most of your time in whatever type of study, education, whatever institution you are in and wherever it is as well. I am, like I say, I'm in Edinburgh so my experience is a little bit different for maybe some of you who are listening. I'm English and history so maybe you're listening as someone who's learning about sciences or education or nursing or I don't know forestry. So many different and fascinating courses out there. But whatever you're doing, I hope there will be something in this podcast that can make you a little bit more of a hot girl and tell you how to make the most of your time at university. I'm also not going to bore you. I'm not going to talk all about classes. I'm going to talk about them a little bit. For those of you who know me, you know I'm a complete sweat or in other words, a Hermione Granger. I love being in education still. I'm terrified to leave. I think that's why most people consider a postgraduate because the great abyss of not having... (laughs) education in some shape or form, not having deadlines, not having a support group, being with like-minded people. It is quite scary. It is very scary. So I will be discussing classes, you have been warned, but I also really want to touch on social life and lifestyle as well because all three of these things make up your time at uni, your time away. And Maybe you still live at home, maybe you live with your friends, maybe you live in halls, but again I hope there's going to be some relevancy here and something that you can do that maybe is maybe it's going to make you think that you're embracing your time a little bit better. But like I say, I am going to start with classes. So if you want to skip over this, that's totally fair. But you are at uni to go to your classes. Don't shoot the messenger. You know it as well as I do. Your classes are the fundamental part of why you're in the city or the town or the place or the course or wherever it is you are in life. Your classes are why you're there. They're your principal reason. They're your fundamental reason. And your classes should be fun. It is the main thing holding your experiences together. Your classes are going to branch out to your social life, to your lifestyle, but they're at the core. They're not. Well, it depends where you are. If you're first year, your classes, yeah, go to them, learn some things, but they're not, they're not pressure. There's no pressure as much. Whereas if you're in my position and you're in your honours years and you're thinking about what you're doing next and getting your life together, oh gosh, you have to go to your classes and it's not great. If you are in your classes and you're maybe not enjoying them, I personally, I love my degree. 
I'm English lit in history and there are plenty of people who will say, hmm, that's, that's a bit of a funsies degree, it's not really a money maker. Honestly, fair, it is not something that I haven't considered. But I pursued English and history because they were both things that I were good at, that I love to learn about. And that seemed like the most obvious first step for me when I was thinking about going to university. And the Scottish education system, I started thinking about my courses for my uni at the end of S5. I was actually thinking about it a lot longer than that. I think I was thinking about going to university since I was eight years old, which is very, very young. But I've always been a sweat and my cousin went to Edinburgh and um, there's a 10 year difference between us. So when she won't, rem she won't thank me for, for um, broadcasting that, but there's a 10 year difference between us. So when she started university, I was eight years old coming to visit her in Edinburgh. And this is when I started really loving history as well. And Edinburgh is obviously the place to be. It's got the castle, it's got the museum, it's got many more wonderful things. I know more in a four year history degree than the castle and um the museum in Edinburgh um, and I also can't visit the castle you're not allowed to visit Edinburgh Castle as a student at Edinburgh and um, regardless of what uni you're at because it's bad luck you won't graduate so I haven't actually been to the castle since I was a child I'll definitely be going after I graduate but the point is Edinburgh is a wonderful historic city and I kind of knew very early on right I'm going to Edinburgh I didn't always know that it'd be English and history that I would go and do at school, I really liked languages, I liked social sciences, I really enjoyed modern studies. I considered going into law or pursuing sociology. But at the end of the day, it was English and history that really pulled me in. And I love reading as well. It's probably obvious when I say that's my degree. But that's what pulled me in and that's what I ended up doing at Edinburgh. I remember the day I got my unconditional offer and I was so proud of myself because I'd really worked hard for it. And I think that's something to remember when you're at uni and you're at college is that you worked hard to be where you are. Chances are you probably sweated quite a bit to get those grades, to get you in, and you deserve to give yourself all those opportunities that comes with that hard work. You deserve to embrace the payoff. And that's what I'm trying to do with these few months that I have left. My dissertation is due the middle of April, my last few deadlines just after that. It's a very scary prospect, and I'm just trying to make the most of my time here. Um, in retrospect, I think I have made the most of what's been available to me. Most people in my position will agree our university educations have been defined, sadly, by COVID and strikes, um, which sadly cannot be helped. But we did lose out on time. We lost out on experiences. In a way, mentally, I stayed in first year for quite a while because in second and third, lots of my classes were online. The world was not opened up yet. And I remember people in first year telling me, oh yeah, make the most of all the free time you have. Go out, go clubbing, go partying. Because you're not going to have that allowance when you get to your honours years. But the world didn't open up until I was in my honours years. So I've been trying to make the most of what free time I've had and all the experiences that come with university. So classes, social life, not just partying. There's other things too, um, but I'll get into that in a minute. And lifestyle as well. But yes, first and foremost, I would like to make the point that if you're not enjoying your classes, change it. You've worked hard to get where you are. You are investing your time. You're investing your energy. Chances are you're investing financially as well. Even if you're Scottish like me, your education is fortunately paid for. But you're maybe paying rent as well. You're paying those um, living costs, which obviously are very fun right now. But if you're not enjoying your classes, which like I've said, that's your fundamental reason for being where you are, then you need to think about changing that. 
And it is not too late to do that. It is not too late to try your hand at something new. It's never too late to start over. The only thing it's not okay to do is stay in a situation that isn't serving you. Because if you are aware that you are doing a degree that does not, cue cringe, set your soul on fire, that you do not see yourself pursuing for the next 50 years, because let's face it, we'll probably be in our 70s by the time we retire at this rate. If you're doing something that you're just thinking pretty meh about, you need to reconsider. You do. Sometimes some courses get better. I appreciate that. But sometimes you do need to change some fundamental aspects for it. Maybe not your school. Maybe there is something within your school that you would change. Like I have a lot of friends who started off doing English literature and language. They hated the language part. They've dropped that or English lit and linguistics. Um, Or maybe you're doing a joint degree. Maybe you want to drop half of it. But you can always change. It is never too late to change. It might be a burden financially. But I remember seeing a quote. Some people may be familiar with this. Is that people think, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to drop out because I've invested so much time. No, that's such a stupid reason. That is such a stupid reason. It's like a relationship, staying with someone who's not good for you just because you invested a lot of time in them. No, it's stupid. And then you think about, oh, well, I'm going to be doing this degree then by the time I'm 30. Okay, you're going to be 30 anyway. Would you not rather be 30 doing something you love? So yeah, my first piece of advice would be think about where you're at. Think about if you're actually enjoying the core of where you're at. And if you have the option to play around with some other courses, like I've dabbled with French, Spanish, sociology, I wasn't very good at any of them at uni, but I had the opportunity and I used that to to embrace these modules and that spare that spare little blocks in my timetable to see what I enjoyed. Um, it reassured me that, yeah, English and history is probably where I'm best at. But take that opportunity to evaluate and just double check, touch base with yourself. Is this right for me? I would now like to discuss the actual tips for your classes. So enough about all the fanciful theoretical thought behind where you are in life. Sorry if I scared you. But some tips, some actual handy tips about classes that have helped me with my studies. Do not feel too much pressure. A tutorial is a tutorial. I've spent most of mine counting down the hours on the clock. Yeah. After that big spiel, I do actually love my degree. But tutorials, seminars, whatever type of learning environment you are put into with your degree these environments can often bring about anxiety especially if you do not know what you're doing so me my degree has been mostly made up of tutorials and seminars tutorials were one hour group discussions about content in first year seminars two hour long discussions and something i've learned is that two hours is really really long time to not say anything so i've set myself the challenge i started doing it in first year to say at least one thing in a group discussion one thing it might be stupid But the thing is, if you're thinking a stupid thing, chances are the person next to you is thinking it as well. Um, I recently had an event that, yes, I went to because I embraced the fact that this event was running and I'd probably never get the chance to go to again. So I went to an event in the old college last week and I bumped into lots of people in my class and I'd spent the last seminar not thinking, hating it, hating the content, not knowing what to say, thinking, oh my goodness, how boring is this? It's a course I love. It's just that particular week was not my forte. And I talked to these people in my class and they were like, yep, we were all thinking the same thing. Chances are everyone in your class is on the same page. Even if they're not vocalizing it, you're all on the same wavelength. So I would recommend saying one thing, even if it's just getting the ball rolling, one thing. And if you say one thing, it's easier to say two things. And then it's easier to say three things and so on and so forth. But I will also advise, please do not become a know-it-all because they are the worst. Um, sometimes I love a know-it-all because it's like, yes, keep going. So I don't have to talk. 
But you know what I mean. We've all had them in our classes. But I would definitely encourage you to say one thing. Just one thing. And then it's so much easier. And you'll probably walk away from that tutorial feeling a bit more accomplished and that you took advantage of the time and the opportunity in front of you to show off your knowledge and engage in a discussion with hopefully like-minded individuals. That will aid your learning process. There we go. Um, yep, so speak once because literally no one cares. That's going to be such a recurrent theme in this podcast, but literally no one cares. Do you say a stupid thing, a tutorial? No one's going to remember it. You're never going to see these people again. Well, you might, but you're not going to talk to them and they're not going to remember that stupid thing you once said that they were probably thinking as well. Literally no one cares. Because if you're sitting there think not caring about the tutorial, chances are they're not caring either. Another note on that, switching to the actual tutors, is to go to your office hours. Get feedback, speak to your lecturers, speak to your professors, get feedback on your assignments. This is something that has really helped boost my grades and it is something that is available to all of us, hopefully. Tutors want you to approach them. They want to be engaged in a discussion with you. They want to feel like you are learning and that you're taking things in. They would rather that than you sat there and didn't speak during tutorial. And if you speak to a tutorial about, if you speak to a lecturer, sorry, about your assignment and you want some feedback, you want some clarity, because you will get electronic feedback, but sometimes the way it can be articulated in person can really change something for you. It did for me. There was something about an English essay that I just was not getting in my first year. And I approached a different tutor about it and she articulated something about the structure and it just, it's flicked a switch for me and it took me from a B to an A. Just hearing her say something different in person, it literally booted my grade by so much. If you can speak to your tutor, do it. If they have office hours, take them. It is so useful. And again, you're investing your energy, you're investing financially. It's there. Use it. Now, when you are actually studying, there's a technique that really helps me. Find an environment that you feel confident in, that you feel comfortable in. I have plenty of friends who like to go to the library. Me in particular, I don't like that as much because you can't eat. I like to snack a lot when I'm when I'm studying. Um, I like to play some music. I like just to have the freedom of moving about and the uni library. Oh, it's so competitive and it's just such like a stale, serious vibe from the times I've been there. And you can't eat. That's my biggest stipulation. You can't eat apart from like the first floor, but you're not going to get a seat there pretty much. So no, I stay in my room. My room is a lovely environment, um, but more on that later. Find a confident and a comfortable environment to study in, to learn in, to watch your lectures, and then adopt the Pomodoro technique. Everyone has a different learning style, so maybe this isn't for you, but this has really helped me get the most out of my studying hours. What it is, is you study for 25 minutes, just focus on your work, nothing else, and then you take a five minute break. These five minutes are spent being active. They are not spent on your phone, although I need to listen to myself when I say that because it's so easy just to do a supposed 60 second scroll on TikTok and then before you know it, it's been 15 minutes. But what you want to do is you want to get up, you want to move around, you maybe want to tidy your room, you maybe want to go to the kitchen, make yourself a cup of coffee, maybe you want to go to the bathroom, but you want to spend those five minutes doing something that isn't your phone, that isn't your work, that isn't electronic and that's just diverting your brain just over those five minutes and then you go back and you repeat the cycle. There's also an app I really love that's called Forest um, and you can set the timer, you can put your phone in airplane mode and it will time you for 25 minutes or however long you wish to set the timer and eventually you'll accumulate little coins that can then plant real seeds um, in forests which is a lovely idea and it really works for me help get the most about the time 
when I feel my mind's most active, get the most out of the studying and such. And it really does help not go on your phone, which is the main thing. And finally, I would like to conclude this little discussion on how to make the most of the education part by just saying don't stress too much about it. If you can give 100%, give it, but you do not have to give 100% every single day. Rest is important. Sometimes the content that you're being, you're having to process isn't that valuable to you. Once you get to fourth year, I think you can get a sort of sixth sense for, oh, do I actually need to invest the time in this reading or can I put my energy elsewhere? So don't stress about it. And if your first year as well, don't stress. It's all about learning what works for you as well, not just the content, but learning how you like to learn is such a valuable tool. And if you have any questions, just ask. Like I say, approach your tutors. And again, it's not all about learning. So now I'm not going to bore you anymore if you don't like talking about education. And I'm going to tell you how to make the most of your social life. Now, again, this part of the episode may vary for you depending on where you are in your academic career. You may be looking to go to uni, you may be in halls, maybe like me, living in rented accommodation. But, you know, hopefully you have a social life and I would like to help you build on it because uni is not just about learning. It's also about having fun. My parents would hate to hear that, but it is. It's also about embracing your youth and the opportunities you have that come with it and that come with this freedom when you're trying to like find yourself and all these things. That's unnecessarily cringe, but hopefully you know that I mean that on a sort of base level. You learn about your friends, you learn about how you deal with certain situations, you learn how to deal with emergencies and how to be independent. And your social life comes into play with all those things. If you are in halls, I could probably do another video about this and my experience with them. You could not pay me enough to go back into halls. But halls are a great way to meet people. If you are going into halls, I would recommend Freshers Week. Keep your door open. See who walks by. See who you can strike up a conversation with. If you hear a party upstairs, go. Chances are they're not going to shut the door on you. They're going to let you in and try and get to know you. I remember my halls also used to do lots of events that I personally never went to because the common room was outside. And like I say, I live in Edinburgh. I don't like to go outside in the winter if I do not have to. But if they are doing events, do it. It's a great way just to meet people who are out and about. I was also in halls that were more for international students on their third year exchange. So it was very hard to actually meet people who were in the same predicament as I as first year and like just desperate to make friends. So if there are these other opportunities to meet people, I would 100% recommend taking them. And another thing about um, Freshers Week, if that is something that you're looking forward to come September, or maybe you're at uni right now and wanting to try your hand at something new at the beginning of this semester, is go out and join some societies, join a sports club, do some taster events. There are so many wonderful things and fascinating things that you can try your hand at. I have tried my hand at boxing, tango, all these things. I think I want to try pole dancing as well before I go really do hope my parents don't listen to this, but it's fine. They don't know what a podcast is. Um, so many things. Chances are your first event will be free as well, so you might as well go. Lots of people show up to these things solo as well, which is incredibly brave. And if you have the guts to do that as well, because I know this can be a very daunting thing. But like I say, literally no one cares. You go, you don't like it. All right, at least you tried. At least you tried. And that in itself is something to be proud of. Sometimes just showing up can change can change something for you. I met one of my best friends by literally just showing up to an event in Freshers. We happened to be on the stairwell looking for the room at the same time. We struck up a conversation. Four years down the line, we're still besties. 
that was actually an event for creative writing. So that was September 2019, showed up to a freshers event for that. I'm now the president of that society and I stuck with it. Um, obviously COVID hit. I stopped going during COVID because, well, there weren't any in-person sessions. They eventually started doing online ones. It was very daunting. Anyone who had to experience with Teams and breakout rooms will appreciate this. But I had to do the online sessions because I was like, I miss this. I miss doing this thing once a week that I actually really love. And so I went to these very daunting sessions where it was literally just a committee, like literally five other people. And I just popped in my head one day. And I'm now the president. I was secretary last year. I'm now the president and I love it. And that came from me just putting myself out there. And I cannot commend that to you enough. Just put yourself out there just once, just once. And you'll probably be amazed by what can happen. And it's so easy to make new friends as well. Um, but the other flip side of societies and sports clubs and all these things is going out. Um, clubbing, I feel, is such a big part of university but it doesn't have to be if you don't want it to be. Me, personally, I enjoy it every once in a while. I prefer a sort of like freeze vibe, a pub vibe to a club. I love getting ready. Probably the most favourite part of my night. Getting ready, a little takeaway beforehand, a little gab with the girlies. And then the club usually pales in comparison. It's still good, but it's not the it's not my highlight. Um, and if it is your highlight, that's totally cool. If you have the funds as well, because it can be expensive, go out on a student night and go out with like-minded people. Make sure you play safe as well, because keep your wits about you. Obviously, have fun. I'm not here to be your mum. This isn't how to be your mum podcast, but, you know, make sure you've got your phone. Make sure you've got some friends who you trust, because the amount of horror stories I hear of people being left alone in clubs or being dragged into convos with weirdos, you know, look out for each other. But also have fun. If you don't like clubbing, that's totally okay too. If you want to do it once a week, that's fine. You want to do it once a month, that's fine. You want to do it every so often in your mood, that's absolutely fine as well. And hopefully your friends aren't peer pressuring you to do that as well. And if they are, they're probably not your friends. I've never really had an experience with peer pressure at uni and I think that's because I surround myself with positive people who only want the best for me. Again, I can do an entire episode on that and how to find those boundaries and find those people and attract those friendships but hopefully your friends are looking out for you and you aren't feeling peer pressured into doing things. If you want to spend Friday night at home watching a film with your flatmates, that's totally cool as well. It is literally what you make of it. It is what Uni is what you make of it. There you go. There's your big takeaway from this. Uni is what you make of it. You want to remember it for years of going out clubbing? Absolutely cool. You want to remember that one time you went clubbing, you really didn't like it, you got glassed, your friend threw up and you got kicked out the taxi on the way back? That's totally cool as well. Whatever it is, it is what you make of it. Um, find out what you like to do. Find out your interests. Find out what makes a good weekend for you. And speak to as many people as possible. Speak to people who are at pre's, who are at the clubs, who, you know, make friends with the girlies in the bathroom. First year, I lived for that. I loved that. You know, learning all these things about boys and friends and arguments with your gal pals and speaking to the girlies in the bathrooms. They're wonderful people. Be a good girly in the bathroom. Be the bolstering girl. Be the girl who, um, you know, has all the girly, um, all the girly advice or whatever it is. Just be empowering. Be nice to people. There you go. There's another takeaway. Be nice to people, and you'll make friends easily. Whether it's at a sports society, it's at a free event, or it's in the bathroom at the club, whatever it is, just put yourself out there. It is what you make of it.
Okay. And for the final segment of this episode, I would like to discuss lifestyle. Lifestyle, again, is a broad topic. I could probably do a whole video on it. But to hone it down and to make it specific to uni, I have a few comments on, again, how to make the most of your time at uni. Routines are very important, and that comes into both um, studies and social life. In my experience, I have found that if you have a really good and a really motivated morning routine, it is so much easier to then sit down at your desk and bash out hours of good work than if you just kind of flounder around in the morning. Or even if you have a good nighttime routine, something that helps you wind down at the end of the day, something to look forward to. I love my cozy nighttime routine. I put my diffuser on, I put on my fairy lights, maybe have a little face mask, a little glass of wine. Not all the time. Not all the time. But you know, have a little sweet treat, read my book, do some journaling. Oh, it's wonderful. I love being a woman. <laughs> but you know, routines are really useful and they help you make the most of your day. And it is so easy at uni to get warped into the sort of abyss between lectures and going out and all these things. But if you can maybe do three things every morning consistently, like maybe maybe no phone for 20 minutes, well, that's probably the hardest one to start with. Um, maybe you take your vitamins, maybe you do some stretches, um, maybe you get some fresh air, maybe you do a quick walk before your breakfast, all these things. If you can do them consistently, you're gonna start your day off really well. If you're starting your day off productively, chances are your grades are gonna, there's like a link between that. Your grades are gonna improve as well. Your mindset's gonna improve. Oh, I just love a good routine. And yeah, get some physical exercise in there. They say half an hour every day. Personally, I do gym three or four times a week. I do Pilates or yoga or home workouts on the days I'm not there. My rest day is the day I typically work. It doesn't have to be as strenuous as that. It could be a half hour walk, half hour in the fresh air do wonders for you and it also refreshes your mind as well for if you want to go back and you want to study some more you maybe want to go to the society thing afterwards it helps with anxiety and stress get your heart rate pumping get the fresh air it's so so good that is so cringy but it is so so good <laughs> and on that note oh this is like oh this is so mummish but eat healthy look after yourself you deserve to be looked after and you are the person looking after yourself eat healthy i'm not saying do not interpret this as, oh, you have to go to the gym four times a week. You have to track your macros. You have to track your nutrients. You have to have your five a day. You need to do all these things. No, you don't. No, you don't. But you just need to look after yourself. You need to eat well. You need to exercise. You need to get fresh air. You deserve to be looked after. You deserve to feel physically well within yourself. And when you feel mentally well too, then you're going to succeed at uni. You're going to feel, not 100%, but you're going to feel you're going to feel better about doing new things and meeting new people and better about putting yourself out there. It all comes down to the basics, essentially. So eat well as well. Look after yourself. Save your money if you're in a position to do so as well. You deserve to be looked after finance, financially, physically, mentally, sexually. Um, you deserve to be looked after. Save your money um, if you are in a position to do so. I like to put away 20% of every paycheck that I receive every form of income if you're not in a position to do that maybe start with five percent build up to ten percent just for a rainy day monzo is really good for this and um, that bank has a thing on your card where you can like round up every payment so it puts it in a little pot and then you can maybe buy yourself like nice little coffee at the end of the week you know silly little sweet treat i love a silly little sweet treat it makes some seminars so much more bearable and on that note romanticize your life romanticize your life romanticize that seminar get that silly little um Starbucks because of course it's Starbucks get that silly little Starbucks drink or maybe it's a smoothie or maybe it's a cinnamon bun 
whatever it is that makes you feel good, that makes you love that day, that loves where you are in life, put on a cute outfit, listen to some good tunes on your way to um, your lecture, listen to this podcast <laughs> um, and look after yourself in all these ways and also look after your space. That'll be my last note. I touched on it earlier. But make sure you have a space that you can study in, that you can sleep in, that you can socialise in. Invest in your bedroom if you are able to. Maybe you're at home and it's your childhood bedroom and it's somewhere where you feel really comfortable. But maybe it's somewhere new. Maybe you want some touches of home as well. Maybe you want some pictures of your loved ones. You maybe want a colour scheme. You want to keep it tidy. We are self-sufficient hot girlies. Hot girlies dust and clean their rooms and keep it tidy. Because when your room is focused, you are focused as well. My room right now is quite messy but I will tidy up before I study because I'm too easily distracted. You deserve to be looked after and you deserve to look after your space. You deserve to live and work in a nice space. So basically the big takeaways of this podcast, again, no one cares. Be a kind person, put yourself out there and make friends, join in the discussions and look after yourself and all the other wonderful things will eventually come along. I really hope that you have enjoyed this podcast. I hope that there have been some tips in there that you will apply and hopefully you will listen in next week as well. Take care. <laughs>